Hello and welcome to Seismic Cinema. So put your feet up on your X-Wing as you fly through space, grab your colourless lightsaber as it changes size, and prepare to sing Tatooine Rhapsody on loop for the next hour and probably more. Pretty disappointed, to be honest. I thought you were going to do the intro in Japanese. <laughs> oh, we should have done that, actually. That would be amazing. Uh, too late now, isn't it? Yeah. All right, we'll do it in post. We'll do it in post. So anyway. I'm Colin, uh, aka Ethan, for this episode, and you are Margrave Juro from the was it the ninth, the ninth Jedi yes. episode, indeed. Because this week we are reviewing Star Wars Visions season one, volume one. Oh, volume one. Sorry, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh, well, we are, as Paul said, we're Seismic Cinema, and. I've usually not seen it, and Paul's usually watched it in the wrong order. I don't know how he watched Visions. We'll hear about that. Um, we believe in the power of escapism, and this is our wee hour tonight to escape from reality and talk some Star Wars. And you can find us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So give us a follow, a like, and any retweets. And you can listen to us and watch us on YouTube and Spotify, which now has video, and you can also listen to us on likes of Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Good Pods, and all those other places. So some of our recent podcasts, um, last time out I was joined by the guys from the Moisture Farm Report as we reviewed Bad Batch Season 2 and Mandalorian Season 3, and we've also recently reviewed the first Hangover movie to celebrate the Stag Wars, and we did something else recently, which I'm blanking on. What else did we do recently? Oh, the interview with Jeff. Oh, how did I forget that? I know. Jesus, God. That was like the highlight of uh, April for me. I know. We did an interview with uh, the author, Jeff Minapache, uh, and Colin was very starstruck throughout the whole thing. But it was I'm great. Still, um, I'm, still, I'm still really chuffed we pulled that off. Yeah. And I wasn't involved in the the last episode with Bad Batch and Mandalorian, but listen back to it. Edited it. Uh, didn't do much editing right now. Just stuck an intro and an outro, and I just can not put it in. That was in the middle. That's, that's but, because, um, yeah, because there was no dogs to edit out. Oh, burn, <laughs> burn. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Adam and James are really good guests. So uh, hopefully we can do some more with them in the future. But yeah, really enjoyed it. So good job. I think I maybe said around about Ahsoka time. Oh, did you? Okay, nice. No, I did. I did really enjoy it. It was quite a good discussions, and uh, even though James went to throw hands with me a few times throughout, <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward. Didn't to take the... him for a violent person. I'm looking forward to the big fight. <laughs> Who's your money on? Mando. What? Because your dogs would step in if you were getting harmed. No, not even needed. They'd shape by getting just run away. <laughs> anyway. Let's um, segue into, uh, for me, it'll be quite a quick what are we watching, although I, I had like an idea for a better name for it, maybe like Seismic, seismic Suggestions? Uh, sure. Is that what we used to call those wee posts you used to do uh, during the day, back in the day? We'll, re we'll repackage it for this. So. Right, okay. What have you been checking out last couple of weeks in PK? Uh, well, I just binged Visions today because I hadn't seen it since it first came out. Uh, I watched the movie the other night. It was a classic uh, joyride. It's got Paul Walker in it. And it's like him and his like, deadbeat brother. And they have like a CB radio. And they're just driving along to go pick up, I think, this girl that he really likes. Um, and they just start, they play a prank on the CB radio and tell this guy to meet them at a hotel room and uh, the guy gets like embarrassed but ends up killing killing the guy that was in the next room and stuff. Uh, and then he had like starts toying with them, hunting them down and stuff, the, the truck driver. And you never see him and stuff and it's really good. So it's, uh, I hadn't seen it in years. I think I'd, actually I think I'd seen snippets of it and then I watched the full thing the other night. It was really good. Really enjoyed it. Um, was was that on? That was on. I think it was on Disney Plus actually. Okay. Joyride. Joyride. Yeah. Um, and watched the movie the other night. Um, I think it was called. I think it was called Breakup. 
it was like a nineties movie, but it was it wasn't my cup of tea. Is it, is it called the Is it called the Breakup? I think it's just Breakup. It's a. I don't think it's the Breakup. Not one with the. Uh, what's her face on it? Uh, oh God, I can't remember. Anyway, no, the Breakup. Um, had a young Keith of Sutherland in it, mm-hmm. and it's basically like it's to do with like domestic abuse and like. Uh, Very cheery topic, Paul. Mur- murders and uh, like somebody on the run. So, but it wasn't really for me. Like it wasn't like it wasn't good. Like, so it wasn't good. The the logic wasn't good behind it. It just like scenes that didn't make sense. And yeah, it wasn't. I didn't enjoy it that much. Oh, um, I won't. I won't watch that one then. Yeah. No, I can't remember that was on either. That was on Prime, maybe or Netflix. Um, uh, yeah, no, I've been watching anything apart from that. I don't think watch man, watch Mando. Uh, you had my thoughts on it. Um, Omega still annoying, and uh, Bad Batch as well. Um, but yeah, not really been watching anything else really apart from that. Been work, work, work. No sleep, sleep, sleep. Yeah, I've been. Well, I would say I've been writing invites for the wedding, but I've been observing and. Quality assurance. Quality assurance. Oh, okay. <laughs> How's Aileen got good handwriting? That's all right, yeah. I can't be just stuck on the computer. Printed it. <laughs> Ask me what I've been watching. What are you watching? Um, well, I watched like seven out of nine of the episodes of Visions. I didn't manage to watch the last two. Um, me and Aileen have started watching another iPlayer show we like her kind of crime procedurals on iPlayer. It's a it's only six episodes. We watched the first two. It's called Blue Lights, and I've heard quite a few people saying it's pretty good, and we've enjoyed it so far. Is that the Irish one? Yeah, it's in Belfast. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've seen a, I've seen a clip of it, like with one of the first episodes or something, where they go into an estate, and then they're kind of like you shouldn't be there, kind of thing. Uh, right? it's, like, it's like out of bounds. Out of bounds. OOB or something like that. Yeah, or um, double, double OOB. Aye, that's the one. Um, I watched a wee bit because I was listening to Moisture Farm Report's uh, Caravan of Courage review, so I watched like the first 25 minutes of it, but I couldn't really get into it at all. Not their podcast, the <laughs> the movie. It was just like, just be teddy bears, Ewoks running about, hugging each other. Um, pretty poor child actors. I wasn't really that into it. No, James kind of liked it, so you can throw hands with him in a car park. Yeah. Um, I Hello, took my, a my money's in James. Uh, my money would be in him too. Um, <laughs> I, I took a wee notion with uh, obviously Ahsoka coming out in August. I thought I'd maybe try and watch like Clone Wars and Rebels the whole way through again because something I've never actually done is, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there's a chronological order to Clone Wars. Like the episodes, the way the seasons run, they're not actually in chronological order. But if you, if you look it up on the internet, there's like a particular order to watch them in. God, that sounds like a lot of effort, though. I don't know. I just quite fancied. I didn't really make it very far. I watched the first maybe two, and then the third thing to watch was the Clone Wars movie, which is a lot longer to get through than a, a normal sized episode. Oh, the classic, the classic. And we're going to see that in. 2008. Yeah. Hey, I still remember that clone trooper trying to punch that droid. He's a good man. He's a good man. And I've not really caught any films this week. Um, as I said, I've been quite busy. I've been spending the evenings doing the invites. Uh, I just wanted to highlight the very unexpected Black Mirror trailer that dropped, which I'm very hyped by. Yeah, no, I've seen that straight away and I was like, I need to tag you. <laughs> I tagged you and James. I saw that, I saw that uh, our pal uh, James Patterson had commented saying another podcast boys and I was like oh that must be obviously something that we've done together um, and yeah that podcast did really well got almost 200 views for which for us is really good yeah I can't wait to talk a bit more about dystopian depression uh, and technology ruining our lives so yeah that's literally one of my favourite genres <laughs> that's why you're so anyway. lucky Let's get into the visions of it all. And I have, as you were, you quite enjoyed it when I did it for the hangover, I've picked out five fun 
or I call them fun facts. I'm going to call these seismic, seismic statements, Paul. If you can remember all these, good on you. That's why I've got my notebook. I can look back at it. Right, you ready? You All right, on you go. So number one, the first volume there there's nine episodes obviously and they were created by there's two points to the first one really the nine episodes in volume one were created by seven japanese the seven of the best japanese anime studios okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah but volume two which also has nine episodes has a different country of audit like a different animation studios from nine different countries Oh, that should be interesting. Which includes Spain, mm-hmm. Ireland, Chile, the United Kingdom, South Korea, France, India, Japan, South Africa, and Lucasfilm themselves from the United oh, States. Okay. That's really, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's actually pretty interesting. It'd be really cool to see all the kind of different influences on all the different episodes. Okay, fact or statement number two. And I thought this was quite interesting. The There was originally 10 episodes in volume one. Ninth Jedi was originally two separate short films. Instead oh yeah. Of one. It's not that. Is it that long, the Ninth Jedi? I don't think it was that long. Long comparatively to the other episodes. It was about 25 minutes. Oh yeah, and the rest are like 14, 15. Yeah. That'd have been a bit of a waste splitting into to be honest. Number number three, there's there's information about where these obviously these aren't canon. That's something to highlight just going in. But the the Elder and the Ninth Jedi were actually set kind of post Rise of Skywalker timeline. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, by the way, just for full uh, disclosure, I don't just know all these things. I did do my Wikipedia stalking uh, pre-podcast, although I could just pretend I know these things. Uh, number four, it's got a ninety. I think that's a six. Ninety-six percent approval rating on and rotten, rotten, t- rotten, t- rotten Tomatoes, and an average rating of eight point two out of ten. Yeah. To be fair, that's pretty good going for like. A Star Wars fan base is pretty set in stone and what it likes and dislikes kind of thing. So that seems pretty generally well received, uh, based on like the reviews I've read and other people's comments and stuff. It does. Don't get me wrong; it's not perfect, but like I wasn't sure going into it, like if I would enjoy it that much because mm. like uh, uh, like animation was never really my thing. Like it took me a long time to get into the Clone Wars. Like when I first started watching it, stuff. I know. Hey, I'm working my way through Rebels, don't worry. I'm, Enjoy I'm it. It's all right. Yeah, it's, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Really, yeah. Have you finished season two yet? I don't even finished season one yet. All right. Zeb and Agent Callus fell in an icy hole. That's a good episode, to be That was a good episode, yes. Se- season two is when it, I would say, it's really hits its stride. Yeah, okay. Uh, I look forward to it whenever I reach there. Do you know the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor's voice by Jason Isaacs? Lucius Malfoy. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, because we're quite he never actually did live live action version in Kenobi. Ah, uh, that's true. Um, oh yeah, he was weird looking money. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're going off on a the usual rebel tangent. But the fifth fact was there's a comic book all about the Ronin, which is the the protagonist of the the duel the first episode and i bought this a while ago i haven't actually read it yet but i'm going to leave it out to read there's actually a a novel set after the duel starring the ronin oh nice i, I can imagine it'd be pretty cool because that was like a really good episode and he seems very mysterious so i can I would, I imagine he's got quite a lot a lore behind him 
I am my own blood, and these are my own people. Never again do I serve the Jedi. Never again do I yield to their lords. Well, isn't he just cool? <laughs> so yeah, those were my, my five seismic statements. I could do like a bit of trivia. Um, it's, I'm still quite interested to see what season two is going to be like with the, the different countries. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be good. Because yeah. wasn't J- James was saying that one of them was made by the studios in Bristol, wasn't it? Uh, the one is it, is it not the one that did Wallace and Gromit? Yeah, so it's going to be like stop motion and stuff. So I don't know how that's going to go, but right. maybe pretty interesting, you, pretty cool. You, can, you see aspects of it in the trailer. Have you watched the trailer? You have. I've not seen the trailer. I've, I've stayed away from it because I always find trailers, or maybe not Star Wars, but a lot of trailers you see nowadays they show you the best bits and it kind of ruins it for you when you see it for the first time. So I've been staying away from trailers a lot recently. Mm-hmm. So just before we get into this, like, what were your kind of preconceived notions of like did you know much about visions going in or did you kind of just wait and see see what what, what was what yeah uh, well when visions first came out like i knew like i seen the trailer for that obviously and i knew it was all going to be different styles and things but uh i thought it was all i thought it was going to be a series that was all kind of the same story but just every episode was going to be a different style mm-hmm. and i was like I've seen things like that before where there's been like movies in different segments and different styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was quite pleasant, pleasantly surprised when it was all different stories. I watched the first, I think, five in Japanese when I first watched it because I didn't realize you could change the language. So did Jordan. <laughs> yeah. So I watched the first five in Japanese and I watched the last four in English the first time around and then this time around I watched them all in English and I don't know there's some, I think there's some episodes which lose a wee bit in the English translation mm-hmm. uh, like see episode 2 with the, the rock band I don't know who did the English voice but I don't think he's a very good singer uh, <laughs> um, Do you know who voices the singer by the way? No it's uh, Joseph Gordon thingy. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Hi. Is it? Oh, oh he can sing. <laughs> um, yeah, in the Japanese version, like the singing was a lot better, and uh, it seemed to go a bit better. And then I think must, they must have translated it to English or something, and I don't know, it just doesn't sound the same. So I think it lost a wee bit in translation. I watched a couple of the episodes in Japanese, but not all of them. Maybe I should do that one time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, like, there wasn't anything wrong with it. I just preferred the English version, but like the Japanese versions were pretty decent as well. Like very, very dramatic. Uh, especially the duo when they're just like shouting at each other and stuff. Uh, like the kind of remnant troopers when they're shouting at the villagers and stuff. It's all very like <laughs> there's a... it's funny because that was your preconception. Mine was slightly different when when I heard it reimagined, I thought they were going to do like short, like shorts of the original films in anime style. I thought we were going to have like Phantom Menace redone in anime. Like I thought that's what um, it was going to be. So it was interesting that we both had different ideas yeah. of what the series was going to be about. Do you ever see like those fan made uh, like anime like clips on YouTube and stuff like that? Sometimes like they come up randomly. It's like uh, and there's like a space battle one where somebody like a fan's made one and it's like you see the tie fighter pilots and stuff like in their masks and stuff and like they're pretty good they're pretty amazing uh it could probably be on part of these kind of things if they had uh, the kind of budget for it but uh anyway i digress i've not seen any of them um i've got just a have you got any just like random thoughts on the series like because sometimes like it was quite good using your your thoughts as like a discussion kind of structure <laughs> Do you have any just kind of random overall thoughts on the series? Uh, Before we dive deeper. Oh, I was going to say as well, like, I didn't realise till today that there was quite a lot of famous voices in English. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I missed Jailer and I was like, do you know who's actually doing the voices for these things? Because I was watching um, the Twins episode Mm -hmm. and there's one guy and he was like, it was the twin brother and he was talking, I'm like, that kind of sounds like Barney. 
I didn't. Clock, I didn't clock that at all, by the way. Oh, I should have worn my legendary t-shirt tonight. Oh, you should have. Aye. Trick. Um. So yeah, I just heard him, and I was like, "Huh, that's a that sounds like Neil Patrick Harris." And then I looked up the cast list, and it was like, Neil Patrick Harris was him. Uh, Alison Brie was his sister. Um. Who else was there? Um. Was you know it? the elder, the elder it's episode. It. You know the what's the one? The village bride one. You know the yes. the bride in question. Mm-hmm. She's played by or voiced by the one of the Cheyenne from Superstore. Oh yes, is that the kind of Ditsy one? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> um, David Harbour. You know the sheriff it's from Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. He was. The Master Jedi and the Elder. And the Elder, yeah. Um, and the Gordon. Lee I don't know. I don't know if he was meant to be like. See the way he talks. It's quite flat and quite dull. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if it's if he's meant to be like that to be quite stoic, or if he just reading off a script and he can't actually do a voice like a voice for a TV show. Yeah. Because it just sounded very kind like, yes, Dan, that's fine. Yeah, I know. I've I've got some thoughts I'm wanting to share, but I think they're maybe better left to the end. I think I'll leave them to the end. But are you? I told you I was going to do a ranking. I'm assuming you haven't done one. Do you want to hear my ranking? Do you want to hear it at the end? Do you not want to hear uh, it? No, actually, it'd be a good, a big good place to go with your ranking because I think if we were to do it, it'd be pretty different. Because I think you like different styles to what I would like. Um, as what is it, James and Adam were saying last week that I'm very shooty shooty bang bang when it comes to these things. Yeah. And your favorite Bad Batch episode was Padu. Oh my god. I, I really, you. I really enjoyed that. I know you did. Is that not the episode that, like, I was telling you on the podcast? I was like, don't yeah. waste your time for half an hour. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I, I like when they just kind of pause for for breath a wee bit sometimes. Um. I actually, uh, yes. I won't spend loads of time on it. Yeah. Uh, number nine is the last one that neither of us watched, but mostly because I don't really remember it. I, I think it was maybe someone died or sacrificed themselves for like a long lost lover or something like that. That's one of the only things I remember. Uh, when I, when I, I, skipped through, I skipped through it, and it was basically, I think, um, some shogun like Sith had taken over the palace or something like that. And, I think the princess had found this Jedi. I think she used to be in love with. I can't remember. Um, and he always had visions of like killing visions. people. Yes, he always had visions of killing people and uh, of the future, and he can get away from it. And then he ends up killing the princess by accident or something because she's dressed. She is captured and dressed up as a, a bad guy or something. Mm-hmm. And the only way. He can save her as if she gets healed by the Sith and he joins the Sith. So that's how the season ends, like on a kind of mm. down, a down note. Yeah, aye, because he, he kind of just gets led away at the end, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like, oh, where are you? Yeah. What did you do? And he's like, oh, I, what I had to do. I just feel like there's two in this season, or maybe two or three, that I just, I'm not that fussed about rewatching. Let's see if I was just to kind of pick and choose from it, like a pick and mix. It wouldn't be one of the ones I would go to. And uh, number eight <clears throat> is Lop and Ocho. Like I think, I don't know your thoughts, but I feel like having a, a rabbit creature was a bit of a weird call. But even from the trailer, like um, the rabbit was in the the trailer as well. Yeah, I, when I first watched it, I, I wasn't too keen on it. And when I rewatched it today, I only had time for eight episodes, and I purposely missed that one because I just didn't care for it. I just yeah. I think like like to be honest, like seeing all the episodes, like I think the animation is like amazing. Mm-hmm. It's so well done and so different, but I just didn't like the story and didn't really like the characters. But I think it was that bad. I, I kinda liked that she was adopted by the family and then they kind of did they turn on her? Mm-hmm. Or did she turn on them? I can't remember. I um, can't it was, remember either. 
it was the the other one that I watched a wee bit of it when I was waiting on you coming on, but that was about it. Anyway, mm-hmm. number seven was The Elder. I feel like by that point, we'd seen like the kind of Master Apprentice, the kind of Jedi versus Sith quite a few times in the series. And as you said, the the Master's voice was a wee bit monotone. And I just feel like not that much really happened in the episode. Yeah, I see. I quite like this one just because it was like the elder was a bit of a, a menacing presence because like the master Jedi could sense him before they got even got there, and so could the apprentice. Then they landed, and then they couldn't sense him. They're like, "Well, he must be pretty powerful, mm-hmm. and he's already knows we're here and kind of things." And, and then they found this ship, and it was like an old Sith ship. Uh, but it was like, oh yeah, send me off to the mountains and you look after the ship. And it's like, why would you? Why would you send the Padawan out into the mountains? Like, there's no chance. That's horror movie 101. You don't do that. There's also a bit of a weird bit where he kept winking at the children. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> we shouldn't be having any of that. Something I, I did like about the episode was the. The theme was that time was what defeated the elder, and that if he'd been younger, he would have wiped the floor with both of them. Aye, probably aye. That's <laughs> Scarlet just messed me saying horror movie one on one, blackly faces. And the, Stop listening up there. The appearance, the appearance of the elder was, I don't know, slightly amusing with his like yellow teeth and all that. Yeah, he's like a. I don't know. I think I've seen like characters like him before where he's just like gross. Like the bad guy is just like a, has a gross demeanor. Um, it wasn't bad. I just feel like it's a wee bit forgettable at times. I think it had a good theme uh, throughout it. Uh, number six, this is when I've kind of grown to like a bit better over time is the village bride. Yeah, okay. Because I think at the start it's a bit confusing what's going on because they're jumping between like the past and the present and you're just kind of trying to, because the episodes are so short, you're trying to work out who's who. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was quite cool the way um, they showed like the force powers. Like there was twice in Visions where they did the Kylo Ren like pausing the blaster bolts. Yeah, or the lightsaber and they did that in the jewel, didn't they? Yeah, and then the guy with the... The helmet, the Wanderer guy, he throws the helmet and it blows up the ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's right. Um, oh, that's what I was going to see, like, see, because the episodes are so short, like, there's always a big, massive exposition dump at the start, just to kind of tell you what's going on, like, yeah. in most episodes, and it, it started to rip my knit in a wee bit, just because, like, I think it was it the twins, and basically the, the droid is just there just to tell you, like, explaining the whole situation to the, the female twin. Wee, you do need a wee bit of background, I suppose. I um, know. I just felt like sometimes it was a bit too much. It was like just giving like the whole whole story away, like basically telling you how the episode was going to go before it even mm-hmm. unfolded. This is my big hot take. Um, fifth place, I've got Tatooine Rhapsody. I don't know. Like, I just feel like... I've kind of went for the ones I think the five that I think are the most memorable. Like I feel like the four that we've talked about are quite forgettable in places. They're a wee bit samey, whereas Tatooine Rhapsody is just mental. It's a gang of you've got a is it a Zabrak? It's like Darth Maul species with the th- like three heads. Uh, is it are they, is that a Zabrak? Is it? No, not a Zabrak. I don't know what they were. They just look very uh, devilish. Um, you've got. Uh, a hut who doesn't want to be a hut mm-hmm. and then you want to, to be a shed the runaway jedi and then you've got boba fett voiced by tamura morrison you've got a bit of sadness when the the hut the music when the the hut guy gets taken away and this is my probably my biggest hot take for this episode is i really like the song i find it really catchy and for like i think i listened i watched it on like Tuesday morning, maybe, and just for like, it was in my head for the rest of the morning. Oh, the end song. <laughs> I like it. Really, I was watching. I was like, hey, right. this guy can't sing for sing for his dinner. Don't get me wrong; it's extremely out of place in the world of Star Wars, but it 
I do find it quite catchy and it was quite funny seeing like Jabba like shaking his tail and it was a wacky wild story but I think when you think of visions it's one of the first ones you think of just because it was like this weird concept of a a galactic rock band but yeah, yeah I, don't know, I quite enjoyed it I thought it was quite I, I, I didn't I, I, if you can try and watch it in Japanese because I think the song is actually better in Japanese um, what did you make of it as a whole uh, I'd have probably had, had this at the bottom I don't know I just do, do you get where I'm coming from in that it's a lot more memorable probably because of how ridiculous it is compared to the ones I've got lower down maybe yeah I, I, Dan it was probably one at least the, the animation style I probably liked the least I don't know it just seemed weird as like watching like children like mm. wee kids in Star Wars like Boba Fett kid with a man's voice <laughs> it was weird um, and I'd probably had it bottom actually I probably would have skipped it if I could but my Disney Plus froze and I had to watch it so I just let it roll that's where we differ I, I love it anyway, <laughs> number four continues in the ridiculousness I thought the the twins for the first half was really quite interesting quite dark and i really i really like the animation style and the, the twins actually um and i like the concept of the these, these twins born of the dark side and i liked them better when they had their masks on they seemed a lot more intimidating it's a bit like when kylo ren would take his mask off uh, and I, i've heard that the the twins were kind of based on han and leia's kids from legends I was going to say the, Jason and the boy twin didn't seem very kind of Luke Skywalker-ish. Yeah. And with a Han Solo vest. It does get absolutely ridiculous, like chopping a Star Destroyer in half with a lightsaber and roaming about space with no no helmet <laughs> on. But I just feel like I feel like it's just a lot of fun. I think if you just switch your brain off for it, you can have a lot of fun with the twins. Yeah, I remember watching it for the first time and I was just like, is he breathing? Is he breathing? Is he doing the Princess Leia thing in The Last of Jedi? <laughs> I really liked, um, talk about characters, I really liked his wee droid that kind of came and rescued him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever it was called. But... Oh, was it? Oh, wasn't he? Or Duo? No, was that somebody else's? No, that's right, I think. That's it. I remember, I remember, I, or Duo. I, I remember somebody saying that in one of the episodes. Um, <laughs> Number three might be a wee bit of a hot take again, but oh, it's just. I was going to ask about the twins. Yeah. But what did you think about the lightsaber high heels? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, watching, like, what the hell is going on here? That was definitely the most, probably the most out there episode. Like we said, Tatooine Rhapsody was quite mental, but um, the twins just goes off the chain <laughs> towards the yeah. end. Yeah, it starts off pretty like and clicked it and then halfway through it's just as if like the animators just took some LSD and just thought well you know what we're just going to trip out on it and just draw some stuff so, so they're using the kyber crystals to power this like conjoined star destroyer to destroy planets yeah it's like a death star like a mini death star but then the Alison Breeze character was like a she was pure dark side and he turned to like uh, she was like What's the word I'm looking for? Like she was not polluted by the dark side, but like obsessed. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> number three, uh, Toby, Toby One Kenobi. Toby One Kenobi, oh, I like that. I I really like that episode. Like I know the concept of a a droid with the force is ridiculous. But I just, I, I thought the animation style was gorgeous. I loved all the wee, you know, when they were in, inside the building and there was all the kind of chalk drawings of like events from like, I watched a few videos where they broke that down and like General Grievous is there. You've got like AT-80s, you've got Luke Skywalker from like the original New Hope poster and different things like that. Um, I, I just thought it was a really endearing wee, wee, wee robot and his, his mission to get the kyber crystal and how like because i think the, the his master built him with the kyber with within him that's how he ends up being able to use the force i know it's a ridiculous concept but i really like the animation i like the character 
and I thought that episode was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because it's I think, animation style. I think it's like it's Astro Boy, a robot boy. It's, yeah, there's something similar Astro that I've seen before. Yeah. Astro Boy, yeah. Um, when it starts off, it, like when it starts off, it's, it's kind of a, a whimsical kind of one, um, and then it takes a really kind of dark turn when they yeah. powers up the ship. Um, I thought the was he an Inquisitor or like a not an Inquisitor, but I think he was an Inquisitor actually. Yeah. Yeah. I've, so I've seen this. I've seen this likened a bit to like kind of Pinocchio story where he wants to be like real. A real Jedi. I want to be a real boy. A real boy. There's a, there's a couple of lines in this uh, this episode. Uh, his I can't remember what it's called. His master is uh, saying like, "I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me." Oh, like, shit! And there's a there's a is it is it in the twins? Is it do or do not? There is no try. I'm sure that line came back. In that episode as well, when he's like riding the X-wing, it might be, might be. Uh, to be honest, it's all kind of mishmashed into my brain now since I was going to watch them all the day. Like, and then number two for me was the duel, which I thought was a great first entry. I loved the animation style. I loved how like it was black and white, but lightsabers and random things were coloured. Oh yeah, I this this one by far is like my favorite animation style of the bunch. Mm. It's very, very cool. Like, I feel bad because like I don't know much about animation, so like I can't really go into it in depth and like give it all its proper names and stuff. But like yeah, it was it was it was jamming. This was good. See the bit when he pulls the lightsaber and it just goes like the way, just the way it's done. Also, we saw um, whistling birds in this episode. Oh yeah, from the the drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See oh. When you go, sir. No, no, when you go. I would say you see loads of different. You see like a Tuscan Raider. You see nine of them. Yeah, and there's a Doug as well. And I liked it. Like the droid was like, what was the droid actually doing? Like fixing something or like, aye. The droid, the droid with the straw hat. What was it doing? Was it not just getting repaired? Ah, yeah, and then like the and you could hear like the the whistling of the kettle going. Yeah, because the the Ronin was like, "Can you have him fixed by the time this kettle boils?" Yeah, because I think a blaster bolt would came from the town and like uh, zapped him a wee bit. Mm-hmm. I like the like when they come off when they get into the the first thing we see is just like these like. Imperial remnants like going into a village and like demanding their their taxes and and there's the, the big mystery between behind the Ronin as well like is he a Sith? Is he used to be a Sith? He's obviously collecting like Kyber crystals and he looks like he's hunting down like Sith at the moment. Yeah, because um, when I first watched it, like always this was your introduction to it, and it's like completely different. It's like like feudal Japan almost. Uh, and then you see like the troopers and stuff, and it's like what you're used to, but completely different. And I really love that as a good introduction to the series. I think that really lended well to the enjoyment of the series as a whole, just because it's like, it started off so strong. The 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 lady Sif's hair was a bit weird, wasn't it? I didn't I didn't expect that to come out. Yeah, a few of the hairstyles were a bit a bit suspect in this as a in a whole. And my last one before we have a kind of general discussion about the show, um, my favourite, and it has been since we first watched it, was a the Ninth Jedi, which yeah. I just thought was an excellent concept and just a really interesting story with multiple good characters and interesting lightsaber developments as well. Yeah, uh, this is. Like, see, if I was to do a ranking, I'd say between the duel and this one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time the big the big reveal, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I did not see that coming. I've got something I've been dying to say to you about this show, but I wanted to save it to the podcast. Be the scene, see when like they find out all the Jedi or Sith 
and like the light of their lightsabers and they fight. It really reminds me of the last episode, no, the end of the first episode of Invincible when everyone just slaughtered. I feel like it's in like a similar kind of like like venue. I would just say a similar venue. Like I just the like where they were. It was like a, I can't remember where they were in Invincible in the end of the first episode, but they were in like some kind of. Oh right, aye, like in the like the tower right, was the, the meeting place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone who you think is the the heroes, they just get all slaughtered. Like that, that always just reminded me of Invincible for some reason. Right, see when you see when you said like everyone gets slaughtered, I thought you were talking about like you know your like train when he's just like rattling oh, through the train and stuff. Yeah, I thought I was talking about. I was like, end, I just want to remind you of that. The end of the very first episode, because I remember up to that point, I think was it you that told me to watch it? I did. Yes. I remember watching the first episode and been like, it's all right. And see that last episode, see if, like the end of that first episode to like the end of the season, I was pretty hooked by it. We should do a wee Invincible podcast at some point. We should. I think season two is coming out at some point soon. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed the episode. I liked that the, 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 draw, the lightsaber smith and how in this version, the lightsabers are different lengths and colors depending on who's wielding them and like even in the battle i noticed it more this time around you know the guy who was a good guy but kind of got seduced by the dark side and he, his lightsaber went purple yeah yeah i did see that because uh, he yeah cause he's like oh, i'm sorry uh, i got um possessed by the darkness or something like that and i like the story of like the daughter like not having a lot of force power and then taking the lightsabers away and how she develops over the the time and what my favorite part maybe the whole show was that the the group of droids that she tries to get a lift off of that just hate their lice and he's oh like, uh, yeah and he's just like they're like drinking like oil or something and it's like um can i get I'm on a break he's just like oh yeah i suppose so i thought they were hilarious yeah no i'm on a break and they and he's only he's the only one that's actually functioning yeah, this this is a good time to mention something that I thought was a bit weird. In this show, this Star Wars show, you've got a Ethan, a Cara, and there's another one. Dan. Dan, yeah. Like really bizarre earth names. What do you think? <laughs> I did think that actually when I seen like the cast list and I was like, there's a guy called Ethan in this. <laughs> it just seems very out of place, doesn't it? Next season, it'll be a Colin and Paul. Um, see, see, in season two, do you think any of the stories carry on from this season? Or is it because, like, obviously, you never find out what happened to the Sabersmith? Yeah, I heard like quite a few people that I listened to saying that they would have loved um, the name Jedi to be like a premise for a series. I, well, saying, think, I think saying that after like the rise of Skywalker now that maybe something may happen with it. I don't know, like since we're exploring further on down the line. Yeah, I definitely think there is potential to go back. I don't know how that's gonna work. Like if it's it's kinda of, visions is like Star Wars version of the Marvel What If. And I think in their season two they're revisiting. Like I think there's like a second one with like the new Captain America, there's a second one with different episodes uh, so but i don't know how and i didn't see anything like that in the trailer but that's not to say it's not there and um, have you heard the names of the episodes in season two no and they're up so there's sith there's oh, sith it's just called sith there's creatures reach in the stars I am your mother. Journey to the Dark Head. The Spy Dancer. The Bandits of Golak. The Pit. And Awa's Song. A-A-U's Song. So that's the names of the episodes. For volume I am your mother. And what was it that one after that? Uh, the Spy Dancer. What was one before that? In uh, the Stars. Journey to the Dark Head. To the dark head, interesting, interesting choice of titles, yes. Um, so yeah, that's the episodes from uh, season two. So that's my ranking. The bottom two and three are the ones I thought were just not as memorable, 
I had the kind of wacky ones in the middle and the really good ones at the top. So that was how I went about it. To be fair, you weren't you weren't far off. But well, I would I would have probably said either. Like uh, I'm not sure I'd place the last one uh, back as Akiri. Um, just mainly because I didn't uh, watch it that much. Um, and I think I didn't get a good, really good appreciation of it. It's because I couldn't remember much of it and I didn't watch it fully this time. So it'd be hard to place that one, but I'd definitely put Lock and Ocho at the bottom. I'd maybe have the Elder just a wee bit higher. I don't know, just because of the, like, the way they were building up the Sith um, character, because of like, all this ominous stuff, they kept within like, the carcass of the. The Vanga, the Vanga, Yeah, I just find the protagonist a wee bit boring, as we discussed. Yeah, yeah, David Harbour was a bit kind of... Yeah. But, I had a, yeah. a thought, I don't know your thoughts on it, maybe it's just... Do you not feel like this episode, or the, the series as a whole, was just very all about the Jedi, all about lightsabers? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, all lightsabers, all about Sith. Did you think there'd be a bit more variety in the storytelling, or were you happy with how, like, the fact that there was lots of Jedi and stuff and lightsabers? Uh, no, I, I, I was happy with it. Like, a lot of the media that's out just now, like, The Mandalorian, Andor, those kind of things, it's kind of focusing on, like, the every other people that there isn't much, um, like, mysticism and uh, Jedi. But even, like, in the movies, there wasn't like, a lot of Jedi and Sith. Mm-hmm. Going on, so no, I just, I just felt like I did, it I did like it. It felt a wee bit of a retread of other episodes within the volume at times, but it's not. I don't know. That was just something that I picked up on. No, I, I, I think maybe, I think maybe they were given like a remit that they wanted it to do with. This kind of theme, and maybe next season they'll maybe deal with some other sort of theme. Yeah, possibly. We don't. Well, I've seen quite a lot of force using and stuff in the trailer as well. So, got a couple of questions for you, Paul. One of which you've already answered, and we've got the same answer for it. Um, do you know how I did with the hangover? Ask kind of three questions. Yes. yes. So my first question, or it wasn't my first question, but one of my questions was. Uh, favorite episode in terms of animation style? Uh, I put down the jewel, which you mentioned as well. Yeah, definitely the jewel. Yeah, that was that was my favorite by far. Like every everyone is pretty good. The couple just weren't my thing. They're a bit too childish for me. I like the kind of adult style. Was it the first one? Um, and like you were saying about the the color differentiation between what was black and white and what was actually in color, mm-hmm. really made things pop so yeah i would have said the jewel for sure animation style wise uh, so second question because we both had the same answer for that um favorite lightsaber because there's lots of good variety in terms of how the lightsabers are portrayed and animated etc so was there any one that stood out i quite liked the elders we short swords i knew you were going to say the elder did you Hey, come. I don't know because I, I like the way they animated the blade, the blade of the, the lightsabers in the Elder episode. Yeah, I think it was between that and what was it? Um, oh, my Margrave Juros. He had the green lightsaber and it had the kind of wee tiny hilts, like kind of Kylo Ren's, but not really. His was quite cool. I can't remember what episode it was, but there's an episode where you see like a black lightsaber in like a box, and it looks really cool. Eh, uh, was that not in the uh, what you call it, the Ninth Jedi, and he gives it to Ethan? That's maybe. And, it, he, yeah. and he lights it up, and it's blue. Yeah, my my answer is a wee bit different. Um, I liked Kara's lightsaber, how it was like long and like a weird shade of green, and how it changed. Uh, it was the first time we'd ever seen that where a lightsaber changes color and changes size. So I quite like that one. Oh yeah, because it's like is it not like colorless? It's like it's, it looks like a kind of like weird kind of like pale 
but a wee bit murky green. I don't know the best way to describe it. But... Yeah, and as she gets more into the fight and tries yeah. to protect the Margrave, it turns into green because that's like a, is that a kind of guardian colour. Uh, and also a wee shout out to the guy with the, I can't remember his name, the purple lightsaber, because that's the only person we've seen with a purple lightsaber out with Mace Windu. Yeah, is that because he's like angry? Is that where they get oh, the purple lightsaber? He's called, he's called Homan. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I don't know what species he is right enough. No, and my last question: Who was your favorite character out of like the whole volume? You know what? I knew you were going to ask me this, and then I had an answer like halfway through the episode, and I've totally forgotten now because we've been talking about it all. Can mm. I give an honorable mention? Yes, the grumpy, the grumpy uh, taxi driver guy with the the oil. <laughs> To be fair, I don't know. You mean have you ever seen um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No, I think it was a movie. Actually, I think Alan Rickman does the voice, um, and he's just like a depressed robot, and he's it's kind of like he's that. It sounds like him. He's just kind of like, uh, okay, then there's no point. This this wasn't actually that easy because um, you've got obviously the the Ronin and the Jewel. You've got Margrave Juro and Cara, which still sounds weird. Um, and you've got who else is quite a standout? The the elder as well, I suppose. But um, the one I I went for uh, Toby. Toby. Toby one. I just thought he was just, I just thought he was so like infectious and just full of life and joy and I don't know, just makes you happy. Yeah, it's not something you see very often in Star Wars. Robot Jedi. Usually it's, usually it's doom and gloom and death and uh, some some terrible, terrible people and terrible, terrible things. Um, Have you got a favourite? I would one? say my favourite is Margrave Juro. Ooh. But I think just because of the look of him. See, when he has that kind of that robot mask on, it reminds me of like a game he's played called Destiny. And uh, it just reminds me of that. And uh, I thought he just looked really cool, um, and like he had a lot of good lines as well. Like when he's hiding in that robot, yeah. and he's just like waiting to see who's going to be a Sith. Still, mm-hmm. uh, I still think that's like a really good like see that that moment in the episode when like they just all turn out to be Sith, mm-hmm. except for like one of the wee, the wee kid. I think that's just like a real good shock that you don't really Ethan, see much in Star Wars. Big Ethan himself. I think he's he's quite a famous actor as well. Plays his voice. Um, I think he was on like Heroes and stuff like that. And um, I'm pretty sure he was in that Bullet Train. Oh, you not seen Bullet Train? But he's in Bullet Train as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so is you know that um, what was it? The Village Bride. I think that's Karen Furuhashi. I think she's the she's in the boys. You know the one that gets uh, captured and then she doesn't speak. You vaguely, uh, just about and she's mental. like, yeah, aye. that's uh, uh, that's I did, I, did, I did watch all of season one of um, until you know what happened, um, until somebody got fingered in the gills, yeah, that's the one. What was I gonna say? Can't remember now, gone, totally gone. So, well, damn, we've have you any. F- Final thoughts on the show before we give a, a rating and kind of sum up? Uh, I just really like the direction it went in. Uh, and I really hope they continue with innovation in the next season. Uh, it's definitely something different. Like, you know, it's, Star Wars has been... But I've always been always a bit, bit of a contentious and the fan base has always been has always divided and... Uh, anything that usually comes out so for it to be kind of positively received by most people then yeah it's quite good because animation can always be a bit a bit divisive like people think oh it's just childish you know there's no point in watching that or different things so yeah it's good to see the fan base getting in behind the franchise as a whole and embracing such uh, different content i feel like it's things like this and like tales yeah. of the jedi they seem to be like the most Popular in a sense, maybe because there's lesser expectations on them than there is like a Mandalorian or like a, a movie. 
Yeah, because a lot of, like, say, the Mandalorian, you're going to go into it with preconceived ideas how things should do because you know the character so well and you think you know mm-hmm. how things should be. And, but these are just going in totally blind and it's just a totally new adventure and there's no consequences, no... Uh, nothing like people always going to like these series going like oh how's this canon how's this not canon is this canon how's this affect like the bigger picture in star wars whereas you can just enjoy these for what they are and they're pretty good uh, it's more chill about so anyway what was your how would you rate season or volume volume one of visions out of 10 seismic stars 10 i would say i'd probably the masses and say about 8.5 like it's not perfect like there's some episodes i just don't really care for and there's some episodes that are just like hell yeah this isn't like peak star wars love it so it's a good mix but on the overall i'd say most of the episodes are very decent uh, and like i was saying earlier on the animation of them all are outstanding and i can't wait to see what season two is going to be or volume two, volume two. This is a, a turn up for the books because I wrote my rating in my notebook earlier on. I actually put a seven. Holy Jesus. I just, I don't know. I just feel like when it was good, it was really good. But then there was a couple of quite forgettable episodes. And even like, you know, I quite liked Tatooine Rats today. It was a bit ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I feel like the good ones, my top five are like, top four are like really good on the whole. But then some of the other ones aren't as memorable. I feel like seven's like a fair rating, or maybe a seven point five, around about. It's quite surprising. I thought you liked this more than me, so that's a very surprising. I do, but I think I really like like Toby One, the Jewel, the Last Jedi. I think the rest of them I'm not as fussed by. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know. I think it's hard to do something groundbreaking with 15 minutes or whatever it is 12 minutes 12 to 20 minutes isn't it they, they do a good job of what, with what they've got anyway so paul have you i know you said you didn't really have your pk picks as such but have you got any podcast friends you would like to shout out uh there was a couple actually i was listening to today i was listening to still world order and he he had i think it was a caption caption life on and they were talking about the punisher from 2004 and it's pretty decent i didn't realize the punisher came out in 2004 have you seen it it's with thomas jane and uh john travolta i've not seen it i could, I could swear this was like a, a late, late 80s early 90s maybe um because it's just i don't know I remember it not being that great and it's 2004 so it's like two years after just uh what do they call it attack of the clones and it just looks like dog dirt compared um so they're talking about that what's the script wrapped up their season two and they've had a very good season and they've done avengers endgame and no endgame infinity war they did infinity war i'll need to check that's that our favorite out. movie i'll need to check that out that's my uh, favorite interview film yeah it's about an hour and a bit but it's was, it was really good um like they're serious when they want to be and they have a good laugh when they quite a lot of the way through it. Um usually it drags his expense. Um Aye. yeah. But yeah, they that's probably the main two I've listened to. I've not really listened to a lot this week or the, the past couple of weeks. Kick ass, listen to Kick Ass um Action Movie Book Club did that and I watched it on TV the other day. I met that how all of them watching watch Kick Ass that night as well. What's that sorry? Kick ass. I watched that yeah, uh, enjoy, last week. I enjoyed that film back in the day. Yeah. Good yeah, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, he was on my director's ranking. He was, yes. I put a wee post on. I just want to encourage our, our friends on Twitter just to get in touch, even if it's not about what we're currently reviewing. But I uh, got a few comments, uh, SP Film Viewers, who added a wee podcast a while back about getting into podcasting in general. He was just uh, asking if I played Fallen Order and if I was looking forward to Jedi Survivor. And the truth is, I did really enjoy it, but I kept getting lost and I got so lost that I gave up on it. So I'm not in a position to play Survivor yet, although it sounds really good. It's got great reviews and I would love to play it. But I feel like if I went back to Fallen Order, my limited time I have for gaming, I would go away from Hogwarts Legacy, which I really want to finish um, mm-hmm. before I move on to anything else. 
Sorry, you, you can live vicariously through me. I'm working my way through it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on Dathomir, and I've came across a couple of... Oh, that's so frustrating, that planet, man. Yeah, by the way, you see when you get a bit more powerful, it's so much easier. Uh, the, I think I went there like before I was powerful enough to be there. Yeah, like see, see now, like I think you used to be able to fight an archer and like a guy, and they'd be horrendous. Like you used to get battered to lumps. Mm. Um, but now you, you, when you look, you can learn to force pull, so you can just pull them, grab them, and then mm. throw them off the edge. That's all I do, and it's great. We could do a podcast of just me trying to get through Fallen Order. Yeah, by the way, some of the puzzles I've had to YouTube to. I've had to YouTube a couple of puzzles because I'm just like I have no idea how to get through this at all. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Robots Don't Age podcast says they love no. Oh, oh man, I loved the first episode. Ronan is one of my favorite recent characters, and his audio book is pretty damn good. So he's also talking about the audio version of the book I've got there. Big fan of most of the show and Chat Tsunami, who we teamed up with. Uh, in the not too distant past, said it was better than Halo Legends. I've never, I don't know anything about Halo Legends. Uh, and then he started having a conversation with Cancelled for Maintenance podcast about an episode of that show. So that was the responses we got to the post. Yeah. I think, think was it Robots Don't Age? Uh, I think I put up a post saying that I was struggling to get past the ninth sister um, because I was. Just gonna do it. I was getting like three quarters of the way through it, the fight, and then I would just slip and lose it and get absolutely murdered. Um, and then he came on, he's like, Oh, buddy, that's like one of the easiest ones. I was like, Great, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks. There's nothing more frustrating than when you get stuck on the same bit of a game and you're doing it for like an hour and you keep almost get. I was a bit in Hogwarts, like I say, but I kept almost getting there and then just falling short. It was really frustrating. See, see when the first boss fights, I think it's against the second sister. Mm. I started playing it, I was like, and uh, you know, when you're fighting and you're not really getting anywhere, and I was like barely taking any life off her, and I'm like, I must I must have to lose this fight because, like, there's no <laughs> way I'd be there for about two hours if I was just taking this amount of damage off for however long. Is that is that the one on like the platform when you're just about to get picked up by the ship in the rain? No, it's the next one, Fighter and Kashyyyk, I think it is. Um, other than that and one. I was like, yeah, uh, I must just die then. So like I played for another five minutes getting killed, got killed, and then it's like, oh, I need to start again. Like, no way, what am I meant to be doing here? <laughs> and then it turns out you only have to get her halfway to kill her halfway. Uh, get her health bar down halfway. Mm-hmm. And then the fight stops. And I, I think I was only getting to like so far and I'm like, ah, I can't be bored with this. I'm no point. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm terrible at this game. I just don't know if people that have loads of time to game, I, I don't know what they're not doing because I feel like I've rarely, rarely got time to play the PlayStation. Relationships. That's it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's round up. So we were Seismic, or we are, sorry, Seismic Cinema, and we've just uh, had a, a fun wee discussion about Visions Volume 1. Uh, we bit a ranking, a wee bit of talking about our favourite things. We've got a gushing. And we are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So make sure you like our page. Make sure you share our page. Make sure you follow our page, like our photos. And if you want to listen to more of our podcasts, we do a variety of um, TV shows, films, some interviews, some rankings, not as many recently. And it'd be great if you could subscribe to our podcast and follow us on maybe Spotify. Uh, maybe just share us, share us with your pals and that'd be great and the next thing we're going to do is a wee bit up in the air we're between a few classic films maybe some new releases so maybe just before we finish up for tonight we can maybe firm up at least what we're doing next week so Paul, would you like to remind our viewers and listeners what our tagline is? Um, it is the power of uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt not making it through the X Factor. And it's also the power of escapism, and we hope you've enjoyed escaping with us into a galaxy far, far away in the non-canon realm. Yes, it has been a blast, and look forward to Volume 2 coming very soon. Thanks for listening.